live from the apocalypse, fresh from the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, this is State of the Game. I, Dan O, commonly referred to as the Wendy Williams of this underground hip-hop shit, right? Uh And my co-host, clearly my Charlemagne, uh, this is, (laughs) hey, Diggy, thank you. Uh, for controversial <laughs> all the time. Uh, it, we have, a, you know, a murderer's road, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants of guests here. <laughs> talking about, we have, uh, you know, the, the Yoda of this underground scene. <laughs> Gang. Gang is here, the, the PTP guardian. Gang uh, is here. Gang. Hola. Hello, hello, hello. We got we got and I was I was so excited, gang, to bring you. You I'm happy that you exist in this, even when we're not talking. I, I often think I'm glad gang is around. It makes me feel better. Um, <laughs> monitoring this shit, making sure it's not fucked up. Um, so the second thing that yes, we're talking about. Someone who I, I can't, I always bring up around K Diggy because A, very important artist, but B, K Diggy is terrified of this gentleman. <laughs> laugh so much because uh, I'm an asshole. Thank you, Fat Boy Sharif, for being here. Yes. Don't be terrified. Let's go to the strip club. Let's go drink some liquor. <laughs> Let's go play basketball or play football after. There's no reason to be terrified. It's all fun and hugs on this side. Wholesome activities. Wholesome activities. I think Fatboy Sharif's rhymes are somewhat of a pipe bomb of anxiety for, uh, for, for you know, button down people such as Kay. And it don't. Yeah. But, but you've always respected the art, Kay. You've always said. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. It gives me goosebumps, but this is great. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm terrified, but there was some of it, it was unsettling. When yes. I first heard it, it was unsettling. But once you get it, once you get into it and get the groove, you're like, okay, like, all right, now, I get it. Sure. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate you. And, and honestly, one of the, the like, um, I, when I do the breakdown for this, for these episodes, I think of what what this music means to me. While I was writing about no face i was like that's why i love no face like no face is cool as fuck like the sonically (laughs) sonically no face is cool as fuck and only cool people can sound cool on no face beats uh it's just it's a mathematical equation there so i'm so happy to have no face who's been a part of some of my favorite records uh including the new concept jackson album which which you put on his back and it was it's so uh, thank you for being here, sir. Thank you, bless. Appreciate all that. Really, you know, uh, it's uh, that was well said. And you, I, I will say, you got to be uh, pretty pretty good at rapping to rap on my beats. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can't. There's no. You can't be swag recessive and jump on a no face beat. Right. <laughs> you have to have prominent. Prominent swag gene happening. Um, oh, nice. Yep, it's genetics. But we can, we're gonna get through. 
uh, I want to start in the in the end. I want to start in the beginning of the end with Gang. Gang, you get the the beginnings of preaching in Havana given to you to mix and to control the vocals of. And when you are game planning, I don't know if you heard the songs along the way or if you got it in one big chunk, but what was your game plan for what you wanted to accentuate about this music? What you, what you wanted to make pop? Uh, yeah. Uh, peace, everyone. I wanted to... I, want, I was approaching it like, first and foremost, having having seen what happens like actual physically what happens during uh fat boy sharif uh vocal recording session <laughs> having like you know done a few of these prior to i feel like that was a, a somewhat of a a blessing i guess in disguise um because not only was that a learning for me behind, you know as to what happens behind the process but also um sort of how Havana preaching in Havana was uh, first introduced to me so it all came in one sort of moment at one moment I think maybe I think literally the first time we, we recorded together um Sharif but regardless whether it was the first or the third um I was you know I've uh having recorded Sharif worked with Sharif's vocals and knowing that things come very layered and having you know enjoyed his music up to up to that point and that was really shit I, I feel like you only had like Gandhi really was out this was way before Cyber City yeah. uh, this was damn shit yeah yeah cause we like when I had dropped the other two projects we we, we wasn't familiar with each other yet but I know from God, like when Gandhi came out, we we started tapping in with each other and linked up, went to the studio and started vibing out for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like right. 20, 2020, 2020, we started uh, uh, tapping. 2020 is when we linked it and 2021 is when we were in the studio uh, and this this all kind of, you know, yeah, started happening. And I was, I say like really honestly, like <clears throat> I wanted to hear, I wanted to do something that, I want to do something that honored his his vocal style and like this his varying vocals, like the the multitude of Sharifs that happen on every song, um, as well as obviously the 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 atmosphere, um, like you know the sonics, the sonic environment that they both created. You know what I mean? Uh, and that really was something also that I learned along the way. Also having dealt with mastering or like co-mixing certain things that had Sharif on them uh, that came out later after, you know, that came out during the, like, tail end of 2021, for instance. You know, there, he's on, uh, he's on That Was a Test twice, uh, which oh. is Silence and Feet yep. uh, yeah. that we put out. Um, PTP and Break All Records uh, in, in, in uh, collaboration put out um, toward the end oh, of, like, oh, oh, oh. what's up? Now I said both the Lone Sword too. 
Right. You yes. And now that was all kind of a blur in the same time. Yeah, facts. Mm. We were on that as well. Right, right. And I feel like you might have been on one other thing. But anyway, yeah, point being like hearing that and hearing how the vocal, like after knowing all of this and seeing what happens in real life, seeing what happens in the so-called or proverbial booth, and then hearing how other folks have handled his vocals. And then, you know being like oh wait but this is a completely different environment as well because no faces production is just so it's like my favorite kind of twisted i mean honestly i think like he and lone sword do the do my my favorite like off kilter kind of you know like just kind of thing put it like that yeah yeah. Uh, uh and they're not they're not doing the same thing either. I'm not I'm not comparing. Um, I I was just like, all right, you know, I see what's done here, I see what's done here, and I see what's done here. I want to go even further into that, and I want to further distinguish and clarify. You know, clarity was a thing for me because because also I feel like Sharif was starting to like get into this sort of like gurgly thing that you you know what i mean like you started to go a little even more deeper into your bag of, of like voice acting so to speak mm-hmm. or or playing voice vocal play and like the gurgly bag say what the gurgly bag that's yeah, the gurgly bag. <laughs> gurgly bag that's a song and, title uh, for you. That's a song. and um that there was something that i've heard kind of I've heard it where it was kind of like, uh, hmm, what's the word? Like, like non-comprehensible. Like, not, like I couldn't yeah, hear yeah, all yeah. the words. And I was like, mm, I can't, we can't have that. We can't have Sharif be blurry because like also the power that Sharif has in, in the way he writes is that he, he, he writes the way he does and he puts these words together like, it's the same. It's similar to like how like I see like a killer priest. Like if you if you didn't understand what killer priest was saying, he wouldn't be who he is. As far as like oh my god, like this guy is on a podium somewhere in some you know you know uh, room of the gods type shit. You know what I'm saying? So like I want I wanted Sharif to be like etched out in a in his own space to have his own space. You know what I mean? Which like I've yeah. heard not not done all the time in the past, and I'm like, all right, mm. beyond just like regular standard mix shit, where it's like, all right, like you know, take off the harsh noises. You know, Sharif has a deep voice, so I'm obviously doing the thing that everyone should be doing anyway, where it's like shaving off the the the, the low end a little bit, so it's not like just like booming for no reason. Carving out space, space is a thing. Honoring space, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like that balance is a thing that like a lot of people, I, I heard a project today. I love the raps. I love the beats, but I was just like, Oh, like this is not easy to listen to in the car. Like I'm like ride, riding around to this. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, and it's a project that like a lot of people fuck with. And it's a person a lot of people fuck with. And I fuck with my, my man very much, but I'm going to have to remaster the shit. And then that's, I'm not going to say who it is, whatever, whatever no, but I'm going to like, no. if, I put, if I put it out, because it, it is just that. It's just like, I know what happened there and I know who did it. And I just, I know it's, it's just a learning thing. Anyway, point being, um, we know your engineer, you know what I mean? Know we, you know you. <laughs> we know you did. 
<laughs> no, no, I mean, it's, and it's like it's it's multiple projects that I hear like that. So I'm just like, I right, like if I sometimes like when I put stuff stuff out on cassette, I'm like, let me let me get in on the on the back end and you know do a little bit. You know, sometimes I ask the acapella and I just like ah, you know, just mm, you know what I mean, like just tweak it a little, refine it a little bit or whatever, shave it down just a little bit. Anyway, contour talk aside, it was really just like let's give Sharif the space that he deserves. And also, let's also give all these multiple Sharifs their places in the headspace of the listener. So being that it's an album that sounds like this, like you you hear what the Sonics are. So it's just like, yo, like I want Sharif to live on this side of your head and on the opposite side in the corner, you know, screaming at you through the window in the back of the house, like, oh, you know, <laughs> from the basement. All that. So it's really, and it, you know, I'm not even really trying to paint anything, but, uh, you know, just to honor the, 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 the sort of like the themes that, and they're not, it's, it's not a happy album. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's my, my type of shit basically. It's like, okay, like let's, we can go deeper into this and ex explore and have fun. So, um, yeah, that's as far as like, mixing goes or whatever that was like one of the first things and then with with no face on the no on the on the side of the production i was just like yo you're already giving me a full plate and then i'm trying to i just want to give you more dynamics and also um you know adding to the space thing it's like i'm doing more drop i'm doing the drops i'm making things drop out i'm fil you know doing filter passes whatever just making the beat kind of move around Sharice vocals so they're doing this like yin and yang dance yep. together mm, otherwise yeah. it's like more of a flat thing and it's like more of just like you know it could be like a continual loop or whatever uh no face has his dynamic change has his like pattern changes and and structural changes in the production but you know as far as like from from an engineering standpoint from a sonic or dynamic standpoint i wanted to make sure that there was it was a little bit more fluid and like more um uh, not a well, amorphous maybe yeah like yeah. but yeah the yin yang thing just 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 mm. picture that so one one side is the the beat one side is the voices you know what I mean I love mm. it I love it I was gonna and and that is just a PSA to some because in in the race to stay relevant there's a lot of artists who put out a lot of music this year some of them have put out a lot of music and saved the money they would pay an engineer right and uh -huh. the music isn't i mean it's okay because none of it's actually finished if that makes sense um don't if, if you have a choice between seven albums in a year that none of them touched a good mix master or one that that you can be proud of please pick one please pick one <laughs> yeah uh, mm. uh, that's I'll, I'll, I'll rep your shit all year i, I swear um, right yeah. i mean that's that's my whole shit like listen to the things that i've 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 mixed and mastered and and listen you know my whole shit is like if you hear me mix and master some uh, an artist and then you hear them by themselves or you hear them with someone else or whatever you're gonna miss you're gonna like be like oh this sounds different than when 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 gang did it and that's mm. that's just that's just bottom line shit that's just regular shit like same thing like like yeah there's a couple only a couple engineers i could think of who are like active in, in this sort of circuit that who who i'd say have that um you know that presence or whatever when it comes to like the you know 
leaving their fingerprints on on a mix and and, and making sure the shit sounds right. Really, you know what yeah. I mean? And and we were young. We were face Sharif and I were all sitting in this room in this studio, being like, all right, like going through other other people's music from the various eras, not just from now, but like. And not just from the 90s, but, you know, we went to some Stone Cold Classics when people had budgets right, right, for right. engineers. Because, like, if you listen to a Killer Priest album, if you listen to Heavy Mental and you listen to, you know, back from 98 or whatever, 90, yeah, 98, I believe, and then you listen to any of the amazing things that he's done now that, you know, had have no drums, whatever, whatever, like, they're still, like, right. as enjoyable as those records are, like, it is, it is, like, night and day from as far as, like, the mixed quality like heavy mental is, is you could tell like there was a label budget behind that and like so they got a re, they got a they got an engineer on that uh and that's no slight to, to son you know that's no slight to the god or whatever but like right, at the right, end right. Of the day, you know like go go with number one go with one album go all out because you see what it does absolutely you know what i'm saying absolutely Make so i had a question because this is this is interesting to me because mm -hmm. I've never heard you describe, I've ne never heard you, I've never heard an engineer described in the way that you've described them. I've mm -hmm. always thought of an engineer as like, you know, like a producer and an artist will make a song and then the engineer will make it, make it sound good. Yeah. But I've, I've never heard of uh, like an engineer kind of interpreting like another, like it's like another filter, an engineer interpreting the work of a producer and an artist. So strictly speaking on like the producer tip, how do you feel like that interaction between a producer and an engineer should go? That's an excellent, excellent question and observation. Cause like, I mean, part of it is because like, I'll, I'll, I'm not doing this much work engineering wise with just anybody first and foremost. Like I'm, I'm at least, at least at this point, you know what I'm saying? At this point, I'm, given or rather like anyone who i'm engineering with like i'll sit with you for one or two four hour sessions and just listen to music with you and just just vibe with you and not even do any work you know what i'm saying like and, and until like we know that we can like work with each other and have an understanding of the sound that you want the vision that you want right and then after that then i can get busy and you're going to trust me that and had give me the agency to go in like these cats like i've been saying in the other interviews and all that like these cats gave me full on like they were like yo go go and i was like i bet i'm gonna go and like mm. that's those little there's the effects and things of that nature that i threw in so it's like it's almost like co-production in certain in certain regards or whatever in certain aspects but like you know it, that that's it I, I think that's like okay for uh, uh someone who's that in the process as far as mixing is concerned to be able you know to do or whatever as long as mm -hmm. there's that conversation and whatnot and you know heads let that shit be known too like they were like yo show you could show the ab and you know the the original version and then your version and you know what i mean like it's mm -hmm. it's it's worth seeing because like we need to open the trunk up on the we need to open up the hood on the process as far as like that's concerned because a lot of people mm -hmm. on engineers as just like oh like you threw a couple like little you know uh presets on it or whatever and like yeah. boom it's good to go like you know you gift wrapped it or whatever it's not just you know nah like came through and like built a box and like mm -hmm. you know what i mean 
stuffed it and made sure everything inside of that box was was taken care of and safe and 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 uh and also wrapped nicely as well at the end of the day but like you know um it's a it's a much more involved process than like what a lot of people i think assume but also like i'm gonna be real a lot of producers aren't that involved i mean i'd rather a lot of engineers aren't that involved so right. you know i mean that's why i like to work with people i know and i you know there's a trust that's established between us then we can get into the nitty-gritty and like you could we can all be participants in this in this thing versus like me just doing like this you know slap on a couple um you know plugins and 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 call it a day mm -hmm. be like wipe my hands clean or whatever like there's most engineers just do that i'm gonna be real most engineers just do the bare minimum and that's that's at least from what i what i've been hearing especially you know when there's no budget involved you know what i'm saying and that's partially because there's no budget involved like you know, these are yeah. my people's, but they, they also came through and, and, you know, honored, honored my labor and, and time with, with like what is now, what has been like tape sales and, and, and things of that nature too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a really, really like, like, you know, I, I've said this before, like, it's been a wonderful process with these cats because they really, they understand like the worth of it all. You know what I mean? I hope that answers your question, Kay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was going to tell you something. Sharif is one of my favorite game planners in rap music. I don't know if he told me this during our Killer Priest breakdown or if just when we talked on the phone. Oh, um, that's right, yeah. <laughs> but, like, he he had this quote. It was really fucking cool. It was right when Gandhi was popping, right? Gandhi Loves Children was popping. He said, Gandhi Loves Children is Gandhi Loves Children, and that's over there. Like, that's not just the name of the album. That's who we are. That's who me and Roper are. Right. And like when when I drop this shit over here with this person, it's going to live in a different place. And and you start to see that's exactly how it's worked out. Cyber City, like the personality of Cyber City Society to me is kind of like uh, when I was watching Marines play that knife in the hand game. Um, <laughs> wild <laughs> pushing each other as hard as they fucking could. Yeah. And, you know, just reckless abandon creatively on a high level. You know, that's how it felt to me. Uh, that was the personality of that project. Uh, and Preaching in Havana has a different vibe, and it, it's different. How would you describe this, Kay? How would you describe the personality of this project? So the previous project, it felt more like claustrophobic to me. Like it was very, like it, it was like, because I, I believe the album was like a reflection of technology of the day. So it felt very much like the internet, you know, the internet can be hectic, claustrophobic, every, like there's no space to breathe. Everything is thrown at you, whether it's ads, everything is trying to get your attention. And with preaching in Havana, like the like I, I actually wrote some notes, like the uh, the thing that really struck me was the space. There was a lot of space in 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 everything in all all of the songs. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, they didn't feel like short songs, even when they were a minute and eleven seconds. They felt right. The yeah. manipulation of time, and and you, I get. I, I'd like to ask y'all that as well. Like, how did you guys manipulate time? Because, like you know, the the track list, and like you said, the the total time for the project is twenty minutes. Mm 
but yeah, it feels yeah. longer. Yeah, yeah, nah, definitely. It was kind of going into it, like they were saying, like the production was so crazy and next level that I knew I had to make everything count. I, I always write to make everything count, but it was kind of like we wanted to give you it where you you hear it, you get it, you digest it, and it's on to the next. Like, kind of like uh, you, when you get certain novels, and certain novels, it might be just a chapter with a page and a half for information. And in the next chapter, it might be a few more pages where the story continues, but it's different parts of the story that if you miss one part, you might not be able to connect it all. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think, Kay, I think this was a year where the re like Cyber City Society is not long either. It's like 19 minutes as well. I think mm -hmm. here where F Sharif really wanted to work on his short songs, and it wasn't because he's not good at it. It's the opposite. It's because he really enjoyed and really nailed short songs and wanted to kind of get even stronger in that regard. That's mm. my take on it. I don't know if that's you know, um yeah, yeah, it's kind of to me. I always say like, and we, me and Gang joke about this. Like, to me, every song is a new thought, it's a new idea, it's a new yeah. conversation with the listener. So, some conversations might last two hours on the phone. If I just hit you up dead on, I just found out I got three kids overseas. <laughs> I they about they about they about to land in uh, North Airport tomorrow morning. Like that conversation is deeper than just me being like, "Yo, my I heard my knee today playing basketball. I'm about to still at home the rest of the week." <laughs> right, right, right. They both, they both were conversation based, but one one takes a little more to get to the point. Like, so that's how I kind of look at songs. Like, sometimes I might get my point across in 24 bars, a minute and 30. Yeah. Did you see you'll see a song like sitting on fire squad three minutes and like thirty seconds? Like a little longer. Yeah, like a longer so kind of varies. So and and no face, I wanted to say because gang made a great point, and I wanted to I wanted to throw it to you just in the sense that having having Sharif's vocals crisp and clear is so important because like he like Sharif is stitching together quilts of anguish right mm -hmm. with john hinckley and pipe bombs and eight-year-olds privates and like you know mm -hmm. keep a secret, like you just weaving together all these snippets of terror uh into this picture of the world and if you miss it if you miss these parts then it's not going to look right in a totality right so what? Like, right. How did you did you make beats specifically for him, or were you just sending him the darkest parts of yeah. your your basement of beat packs? Uh, that's a great question. So the answer is really kind of both, um, and we we definitely went through a a long process uh, with Gang as well of back and forth and like true collaboration, and like Gang said, you know, it's on a level of like being comfortable with each other and like actually uh i think uh seeing like the same vision um 
for lack of better words. So, you know, like a lot of this just comes out of uh, watching movies, talking about music, sending music back and forth. Like, like, like Gang said, we would be in the studio sometimes uh, just for hours or we would link up and sometimes mostly just talk or plan shit out or talk about other records, you know, or other engineers that we enjoyed, you know, um, albums, things like that. So, you know, really when it, when it started, when me and Sharif first met, um, I think I was, I was sleeping in, uh, I was sleeping in Lone Sword Lungs' living room at the time. And so we had a, you know, mutual friends, mutual uh, connection through music. And Fatboy Sharif was coming out to work with uh, Lungs. And so we met up just while I was like in the other room making a beat or something. He heard that on the speaker. I think from there, it was really just like, you know, the rest is history. And that was like, that was like January 1st, 2021. And I think that day we recorded uh, one of one of the uh, songs that's on Havana. Um, so at that point, you know, it was a lot of. Uh, I'm already just making some really dark music, I think, and um, I'll say, you know, that that is just kind of my tendency in the past couple years. I've been making music for about ten years, um, and you know, pretty seriously for like six, and. I'm at a point, you know, of uh, pretty, uh, I think, obvious experimentation. And uh, you might hear that in all of the records I produce, really, you know, because people ask me, like, do you just send the craziest thing to think of? I'm like, nah, you heard my other stuff? Like, it's all a little off, you know? I think it's all a little weird and uh, twisted, you know, as, as gang, um, I think, so aptly put it earlier uh and then at the same time we really got into i think the concept of the album at an early point and we started throwing ideas back and forth and a lot of the time i'd have little loops little pieces or ideas saved in my computer and i would flesh that out with sharif really fully uh into some of these beats that became uh what you hear on havana like 1999 uh hacker worldwide i remember like that was a a whole beat I had started and Sharif like I was laying it out in my house in my studio and Sharif was there and he like made me slow down the BPM by like half and pitch it down like way lower than I had it and I'm like are you sure bro like no this is good like this is fine he's like lower lower like make it slower and and make the pitch it down even more so you know there there was a lot of uh real I think collaboration between all of us and and gang as well you know into really like fleshing out this this concept and this sort of like feeling and idea that that is preaching in Havana nah and going off of like faith like like you were saying kind of the first yeah probably late 20 late 2020 early 2021 when we first linked up it was all for just being having mutual being mutual fans of each other's music. So yeah. from that, we linked and up. Knowing and knowing the same people. Yeah, it kind of knowing the same people. And for me, just hearing his beats, like I knew he was 
I knew he was uh, special, just like Roper, just like Longsword, just like likewise. Every other producer, I decided to like tap in and work on one full body of work, and we definitely wanted to create a sound and the thought that was kind of like reminiscent of what's going on now. You look at the past two years, everything from everything the craziness with COVID to the financial situation, mm -hmm. everything going on with the police protests and everything with like a whole bunch of wild crazy shit like we definitely wanted to take that and mix it up in a pot and let the people know our opinion on it how we feel about it so let, let me ask you uh oh i was gonna say so no face and fatboy sharif what what was it about each other's sounds that attracted attracted you to each other yeah i, I mean I, i'll just say off the off bat, you know, it's just different. Um, you know, I'm, Sharif is immediately, I think, uh, very present on any track when you hear him, and it just sort of catches your ear. And then the lyrics, really, you know, like his pen as a producer and someone who works with, you know, MCs and and uh, people who write uh, lyrics. You know, I I really and I I love music like. The important part is I think all of us really love music and we do this from the heart and we don't do this for money. Like this is like, we just love music. Me, Sharif and gang, I could confirm that at least for all three of us. And we sing it and we talk about it a lot, but you know, like uh, back to what I was saying. Yeah. It's uh, so I heard his lyrics and I just, I heard, uh, you know what he was doing and I, I thought it was interesting and I, I, I liked it. It's pretty yeah. And for me, like like I was saying, to me, like Faye said, he's been doing beats going on 10 years. I've been recording going on nine, 10 years. So to me, I'm not even even I'm not even super jumping through hoops over me just hearing just like a regular ass boom bat beat now to rap on. Like mm. I want to hit something that's gonna challenge me. And like to me, he's definitely he definitely did that on top of being dope. Cause you could be challenging and it should be whack, but <laughs> you do some nah, that that too. For yeah, Sharif like, is definitely like a, a a challenge, like a step up for me. Yeah, but I'm like, I, I want some dope and in, innovative sounds, and that's definitely what he brought to the table. Like, mm. to, like even now, like when producers want to send me beats or whatever, I'm like, Yo, send me something you don't think I can rap to. Like, by the way. Like, Go ahead. I know you're good. You're good. That was it. To give to give no face and props, I just wanted to say, no face did the first four songs on YLs. It never entered my mind, and that shit is fucking pitch perfect. That like that album isn't what it is Thank without four uh, songs. Thank so. you. I I did some some other joints on there as well. I got a joint clicking with uh, featuring Fatboy Sharif at the end of that album. Crazy. Yep. yep. Shout out to Wow. Set the table on that shit. That was beautiful. Uh, but it, yeah, it was just it, it's it what Roper. I remember seeing an interview with you and Roper Sharif where Roper said that the great thing about working with you is that you will rap on the beats that all the other rappers are scared of. Yeah, God, they, yeah. Be they be thinking they can rap, but they can't really be like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not scared of anything in your folder, you know what I mean? He's not, yeah, not at all, like whatever. Because to me, like, like true. 
Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was saying, to me, true artists can rise to the occasion. If you giving me something with a crazy drum pattern, I like having a beat that I got to sit with and just think of the... I, I like having a beat that I got to figure out the drum pattern for like a month. Because once mm. I figure and once I put the pen to the pad, it's over. It's like it's like a, a Rubik's cube. Once the song is done, like, and that gives me joy out of listening to it. You the know, fans appreciate it, and y'all show love to it. Like, put it, that's what I. That's the joy for me. It's like an exercise to you. Well, yeah, I, not, I, gang and I were talking about this before you guys got on. That like, it's it's okay to be stumped. It's okay to be like out of your element it's okay to feel like i don't know the answer yet right yeah. uh, that's fun that can be fun mm-hmm. yeah, that- you should not uh, yeah make yourself uncomfortable more push some boundaries that's it so hey i wanted to ask you a question from yeah from, from this project because we're not going to talk about, like, we can ask the obvious shit. I want to break this shit down molecular, like, the fucking project. Give me your the high point for No Face, the high point for Sharif, lyrically, and then the high point of connection between the two. Uh, okay, the high point for No Face would have to be, let me get my notes. I mean, obviously, to me, it's paging Dr. No Face. Okay. Good uh, choice. Ringtone. That's about to be my ringtone. Yes. And then I think <laughs> lyrically, I I and it took me, it's 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 funny because it didn't hit me initially. And then the third or fourth listen is really where it really hit me. I would say John Hinckley that mm. four. Mm. And then I think uh it all comes together a Really at the last half, but I would probably go Nazi needle marks is probably mm. Ooh, okay. Where, like, the that's, a, that's one of the best best tracks for sure. Yeah. And and gang, me and Kay have been doing this shit so long that we just we know what's going on with each other and how we're gonna see. So yes, my favorite no face moment is paging Dr. No Face, my Ooh. neck goes when that comes on. <laughs> Uh, it's 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 just filthy, and so uh, in terms of individual Sharif stuff, like I was really blown away by Sugarcane Plantation. Yeah, I was mm, really that had my favorite line. Yeah, there's mm. some really like oh like the firing squad line. It's like oh yeah. Um. So, uh, but yes, you're absolutely right. There's the song that unlocks this album, or sorry, project, is Nazi Needle Marks, right? Uh, it, the image of Nazi Needle Marks is like a double stuffed fudge Oreo of Sharifness. Oh. I'm just like <laughs> misery on misery on misery on misery. No, nah, and, and, and I want to I say one thing about that. That's, that's definitely a favorite. I see from a lot of people. That's definitely, and like I was just saying, to me, that was one of the Rubik's Cube moments for me, like, on a part yeah. that I was, okay, I remember when Faye showed me the beat, and I'm like, yo, what the hell am I going to do with this shit? Like, 
this beat is crazy. Like, and I remember I had it for probably probably like a month and a half. And I'm just listening to it, listening to it. And the flow hit me one day and I just jumped out of bed and wrote the whole song in like five minutes. Like, and I yeah. called him like, oh, wait till you hear this shit, bro. <laughs> this shit sounds crazy. And besides that, I'm hearing it, so we in love with it. And then when I got that, when we got that mix back from Ging, the way he acted and pitched the beginning, I'm like, oh! Yeah. It's over. Gang killed that one. Yeah. So yeah, who, I'm, I'm, who I'm proud of that. The, <laughs> who, who added the personality, though, at the end? Who? What, oh, no, that, and you, that's on me. All, all the samples, all the scratches, all, every sample you hear. Oh, yeah. The personality doll gang feels like the the map to the whole fucking album project. Like, it's just like this, like, we're making fun of you, but we're really pissed at you at the same time because of how shitty you all are. Like, that, this is such a shitty world. Uh, and people are so disappointing and we're going to make fun of it and we're going to, but really it, it does really suck. <laughs> like it's just, it's all there to me. I don't know. That's how I, 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 that, I was going to say to me, like the album definitely has, it's a three corner universe that to me, if you really pay attention to those three songs, it kind of explains how, what we was going for with the album. So to me, like, if you take, for me, it's, if you do Static Vision, Nazi Needle Marks, Fitting Our Firing Squad, yeah, like, it paints the picture nice and clear, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. I'd say those are like the, uh, that's like those, uh, what are those? Those are like the pillars, as far as thematically, <laughs> I think. Like, also like Fitting Our Firing Squad is like where you go, the you go off the longest on that joint, you know what I mean? Like that's like that's your air out. That's your that's your uh, <laughs> that's your vomit spit. That's your uh, cells. That's your um, yeah. hay or you know what I mean? You know phasers. Yeah. That's your, you know I'm all make, I'm making all MF Doom related uh, right now. We love I'm, that. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. Um, to also like the crazy shit about like how face. Cause I love like I you know face and I do a similar thing with when we um talk in, in terms of like gathering like just gathering things from the ether as far as like samples and the like, dialogue right and having that like these samples tell the story or further flesh out the story or whatever between especially between songs at the end of songs or beginning of songs whatever so it's like you go from like the personality doll that he found and then uh which like yes I we all agree i think like that that's that's a a, a wonderful uh kind of like twisted smile of a summary uh, as to like how we feel and oh how they feel really and also i obviously yeah how i feel as well um in regard to like the the way that this album kind of gazes out into like this burning planet right and then uh it goes into the the butterfly doing push-ups in was it the yes. <laughs> yeah in, in a lemon meringue pie in a lemon that, that pie, is, oh. that's how we feel that's how I feel really you know it's a joke but sort of a sad commentary on life isn't it right 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 <laughs> no that I 
when I first heard that, I was I was listening to the demos in the car, and I'm like, yo, this is so crazy. Like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what weird spoken word record or whatever? Nobody you know, knows. I, Nobody no, knows I, where Nobody I got that. <laughs> but, um, and then it just goes into bodybuilder barrier crash scene. <laughs> <laughs> yo that line that line would get stuck in my head for like i would just be saying like I, yo you know how many times i heard these songs that like going through them and right, like right 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 portions out and what i'm doing all this shit and i'm just like yo like i cannot believe like i'm just like seeing the image now and i'm like yo what kind of fucked up B movie from the 80s are you fucking drawing from like bodybuilder barrier crash scene my friend mm. yo man like so so like that's the blessing too like being able to do this with with y'all like like getting to hear the inner workings of all these elements you know what i'm saying like just cheese like like hearing every single word every syllable, every layer of that, you know what I mean? And just being like, oh my God, like, this is yeah. so, this is so wild. Like, you know, people are going to hear like um, the pipe bomb, pipe bomb, piggy's playpen and, and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the joint, you know, eight-year-old buys privates, yeah, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But like, just the, just though, like, how do you start a verse by saying that? Like painting that image? Like, I, I it's like some like crazy, like, um, Universal Soldier type, you know, <laughs> like John Claude Van Damme, like gone wrong type shit, like a real Cinemax at like eleven o'clock type shit, you know what I mean? Mm. Like <laughs> yeah, that's, real. that's real. I mean, and, and to go, you know, Sharif's mentioned Static Vision is one of the songs to unlock it, and I think it was the crazy thing about Static Vision to me, Sharif, is the Wu could have rapped on that shit, like Static Vision. Like the woo could have come off on that beat. That beat is nasty. That is a that is a classic New York hard ass beat. But what? Well, let me let me. I'm gonna jump in though, Dan, and say that like the time signature on it, like the, the loop, the way the loop is formed is so fucked up. Like the woo, I don't think there's the woo. No, no time signature. Right, right, right. There's no time signature. <laughs> it's just like. Cause I see people, yo, like that footage. Hey, it's changing. Like, yeah, there's like um footage of Sharif doing that from Philly, uh, that that emerged that was like being shared on the IG uh, storyline from Friday, right? And you could just see how people are like nodding at different times. They like hearing a different beat. <laughs> You know what I mean? And like mm. that's what it is, though. It's just because it's like it's it is like that is one of the amorphous. Uh, moments like I think that one is that one was kind of the, one of the more challenging ones to mix too because like adding a low end uh like the repetition I, I was I was not trying to make it too punishing because it was like it's this thing that keeps coming back at you like every one and a one and three quarter bars or whatever you know what I'm saying like I'm just like oh like, wow like okay so so I'm trying to like now I'm doing like little filter passes and little drops and things of that nature to make the make it kind of like do a dance around Sharif's vocals and I, and just because like Sharif is going crazy on that joint like yeah. I mean he goes crazy on every joint like for real for real I like you know shout out to feek and lungs too like god damn you know what I mean like oh yeah yeah I want to say that had like seven to eight mixes like, right, right, yes. Literally, even to like the day of like the album coming out, 
I think we might have switched out a version for the like till like the till the album came out. We was we was messing with versions of that for the mix. I kept I kept going back and being like, oh, like I could do I could do this one section, little one little, you know what I mean? Like just little, oh, like the samples a little too like ah, like there's the, the S's on that sample in the background a little too abrasive. Let me go back in real quick and just you know what I mean? I'm just like twisting knobs to the very end type shit. That's just I don't know. That's just the nature. I did that same shit with Unknown Infinite, like. Yeah. And like, that's why I can't be the industry guy. Like, I can't, I can't <laughs> now at least, because you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, but yo, but you know, real shit though. Like, industry be doing that shit too. Like, con didn't Kanye like re-release yeah. a fucking album like a week later, or a day later, or some shit? And like, same thing. I feel like Young Thug did this, the same shit. Young Thug's engineer rented out an Uber or a Lyft for like eight hours to mix that shit in the car because he didn't have a car available or some shit. Which is, I, I think that shit is slick. I like that renegade shit. Like, fuck yeah. it, you know what I mean? It's our, we have control over it. So why not? <laughs> nah, that shit is fucking But that, um, that lungs verse, oh my God. Like, still mad. Pitchfork still mad at Eminem versus from 05. Like, <laughs> lungs is, uh, is insane. It is a dangerous individual. Uh, Hell yeah. Shout out to the Tage Grip, the homie defeat, the whole AP, for sure. Every time Lungs touches down, it's it's something. It's, yeah. it's uh, so I wanted to give props on that. Um, yeah, it was it, I I think this is your best work of this year, Sharif. This I preaching in Havana is my favorite. Uh, because of, like, like we talked about with how hard Static Vision knocks, there's something really classically hip hop and beautiful about this album, but it's also something mutated and twisted. And I think that mm -hmm. kind of works really well for you. I really like, um, you know, I like to see you like slapping down beautiful sounds with. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, it really felt like it, my first listen to it, it didn't feel like a musical album. It felt more like a musical collage. There were like so many different styles and so many different uh, textures and things like all put together, like really, really creatively. No, I appreciate you. That's definitely what we was going for, for sure. Like, cause even, and it's funny cause like at one point, me and Face was kind of going back and forth on, Face, you remember this? Face wanted to have it yeah. just be on MP3. Like, he wanted it to be just like one, like when you click it, it just plays straight. Oh, yeah. One, one MP3, yeah. No separate oh, tracks. Song. Oh, I don't, I don't like the We're bringing song. back full albums. Yeah, and I told him, I was like, yo, that's dope, but I was like, for, for it to fully be realized the way it needs to be, we got to break it up and really connect it like a certain way. And it definitely, it definitely, it definitely went down for sure. And uh, real quick, no face. Why? Cause that's interesting. Why did you want Why was that your initial uh, feeling? Like we should release a project as like one track. Yeah. I'm, I mean, first of all, uh, I think if you listen to the album from start to finish, you could hear uh, how really like cohesive it is, even just in terms of like the samples and the little interludes that are playing throughout. 
you know, it's really like, uh, it's like chapters of a book, you know? So yeah. if, if you're not reading the whole book, you know, at some point, what's the point? And it's only 20 minutes. So yeah, that's a good point. Oh, man, just look at the album cover. Just close your eyes. I don't know. You're going to walk on your way to work. You know, listen to Preaching in Havana, man. You know, you're with your girl. <laughs> Preaching in Havana, man. 20 minutes. That's like perfect time. 20 minutes. 20 minutes, man. Also, People I read, don't, uh, I read it back a few times. It's, it's it stands up. It's very listenable. Absolutely, appreciate you. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's weirdly easy to listen to, even though there's a lot of painful content. In it. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's beautiful, uh, but that's the magic that's of Sharif. Like, yeah, no friend. That's a, the best compliment we could get mm-hmm. for this yeah. album. And thank you. Problem, no problem. Do you, uh, hey, do you have anything else or should we move into recommendation corner? No, like, you know, just having this interview, I would say I, I love hearing about the chemistry that you guys had, uh, you know, between the artists, like the person writing the lyrics, you know, the producer, you know, the person making the beats, and then the engineer, the person mastering it and putting like the final musical touches on it. And I, you know, I can tell listening to it and hearing you guys talk that you guys were all in sync and you created mm-hmm. a, a great project for that, for that reason being. Nah, definitely, bro. Appreciate Bless. it. Shout out to everybody yeah. who's been in love about it. Everybody who's been covering, do, covering doing write-ups, like everybody yeah. showing love, a hybrid video. Like the people. It's very, it's very for the children. For the children. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. Facts. For the children. Yeah, I, indeed. I wanted, I, what? The face indeed. The- I, I just wanted to add one thing, if I might. Uh, you know, in order to maybe clarify some of this whole... Uh, uh, you know, mystique around the album. And... And, uh, you know, in, in the words of Tame One, rest in peace, uh, I would like to say I rhyme different because I'm different, you know. Oof. So this might better sum up what, what I got to say. Yeah, Ooh. no, it, when, when Sharif came out, he kept getting compared to horrorcore. Um, and it, it, he had to spend a year un, unraveling everyone's horrorcore takes. Very patiently, and he's a very nice man. Uh, but it, yes, he, he did not like it. Um, and I think it's more like there's back to back songs on here, Shreve, where you where you mentioned pipe bombs, and I kept thinking a pipe bomb is kind of a good totem for what, the way you rap. <laughs> that you are wow. you are kind of a um, mm-hmm. pipe bomb for the audience. You you are kind of getting tossing into the lap. And, <laughs> everything not gonna lie like uh after this album i mean once the album came out sharif got on a couple watch lists i'm just saying yeah (laughs) (laughs) domestic terrorism really scared fbi agents monitoring (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the move yep 
No, it, it's. I, but I, I would just say that all three of you were very important uh, before this uh, before this project, right? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. just, like I was. So when this was announced, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, and, and this lived up to it. So uh, I appreciate that. Um, Thank you, bro. Appreciate you always showing love and support and what we do for sure. And appreciate y'all. Oh. It's all Thank you. For real. Thanks for being on, man. Nah, so, recommendation quarter. You know, had the band camp Friday. Spent way too much money, but I feel good about it uh, because my. The big homie came through who founded this website with me, Freeman's Empire with me, Derek, and he he was like, you got to hear this shit. It's called Endure by Special Interest. And they are from New Orleans, and it's this wild combination of like, like synth punk and dance music and Afro, you know, wave and all that stuff, and it's but it, it, it's just all in this giant pot, and it's, it's monstrous big jams. Uh, and I was like, is this going to work? And then I heard they were from New Orleans. I was like, oh, yeah, they'll figure it out. Uh, that, that makes sense. Uh, so it was – and it's awesome. It's a real fun uh, mix of everything. Uh, it's been real cool to watch. Like, hey, you know there's been a bunch of albums that were like – I was talking about this on, with Mighty Healthy on IG Live. Bunch of albums where rappers are singing like R&B singers, and R&B singers are rapping like rappers. That doesn't get covered as much, but it's happening. Uh, there's a lot of intersection between those two. But in 2022, I feel like there was a lot of people mixing alternative rock into that or punk into that. Uh, I fucking love that. I think that's awesome. Bust down the walls, have fun. Um, the other one that, that kind of did some mixing with that was that uh, Please Have a Seat by Namdi, uh, which is which is dope. Uh, so, yeah. And, of course, shout out to Love Ulysses with 61,265,147, which is the name of the album. Uh, huh. Yes, it's it's a lot of fun. Love Ulysses. So those are, my, those are my picks. Of course, everyone should listen to Concept Jackson, HTR Volume One, uh, The Legend of Tawny Tone. I thought it was Tawny Katane. I was hoping it was. Um, <laughs> can't get everything you want. So, wow. okay, what do you, what are you listening to? What do you what are you bumping? Uh, I could say what I got on the on the Bandcamp Friday uh, yeah. first. Okay, so. Uh, so I got the new Sleep Sinatra. Uh, Don, was it Don Carrera, that joint? Yep. With, with Don Carrera, produced by Don Carrera. Um, yep. I guess it's like most well-known for doing a lot of West Side Guns, Peace Fly God, um, yeah. like it or whatever. Um, I got a Lucid's new uh, like soundscape project. Yeah. Great. Uh, little solo thing he surprised folks with. Um, I got Feek's Chainlink. Um, which, nasty. I love Chainlink. Which I'm about to master for vinyl. So shout out to Novelty Records, uh, consistently, you know, being the pipeline for that. Um, I got uh, the new EP by Swaya 
PTP fam, Swaya, uh, who earlier this year dropped something on PTP called Existence. Mm -hmm. But uh, she has a new project on um, uh, the TT label. I actually, now I keep forgetting what, what the, the actual label is, but I will get that for you in like one second. Um, but the project itself is called Night Glow and it's on Tobago Tracks. Um, yeah, she's ill. She's done everything from like, I don't know. I, I can't even, it's, it's hard to explain, but just tap in. She's, she does shit for like, she works with Tony Seltzer um, on some rap shit, and she also does her solo thing with like, you know, various artists who who either rap or sing and blah blah blah. But also like, she has a, a deep um, instrumental universe that she's been cultivating and and sort of showing us more sides of, and um, you know, really really beautiful, um, heavy heavy things. Um, shout out to Lamb, who's who's uh, doing vocals on one of the tracks um and uh some other folks as well so yeah you know shout out to swaya congratulations on the release um definitely trying to see more 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 of folks like sharif and whatnot uh collaborate with with her on uh and then in, in, in the upcoming year yo i'm, I'm definitely definitely have to connect some dots nasty oh, fire. Mm. love it uh, other than that uh I just been working on an album, so I, I can't really say I've been listening to too much other, too many other things. I've been kind of like saving things on the side, like you know what I mean. But I'm I'm finishing up an album. Um, yeah, let me just see. Let me just make sure. Yeah, that's that's all I bought uh, on Friday, I think. Uh, and then, yeah, yo, again, like I said, I've been working on an album. Um, it's called Shook World. It's coming out mid mid January. And uh, it's a doozy. It's got like at least 17, maybe 18 and 19 people now on it. Um, and it's not a producer album. It's, uh, it's not a compilation. This is not Dre Chronic 2001. Fuck Dr. Dre, by the way. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, trying, to, trying to, you know, further build out this uh, crazy King Vision Ultra perspective on the world type type narrative or type uh type realm so um yeah hopefully hopefully uh you know you'll be hearing that soon I'll, I'll be excited to share that with folks i'm really excited to share that with folks it's different that's awesome yeah. Therese, what are you what are you both right now that elusive joint is yep. super duper crazy really friday morning I was going in a uh, in a in a circle of I was going from that to the new to Feek joint. Shout out to Feek. And I don't know if y'all tapped in the new Olaf beat tape. Crazy. Oh, I need that. That mm. shit. <laughs> Olaf is wild. Shout out my guy. Shout out my guy Olaf. Word. Yeah, that shit. That. The, those three right now is definitely uh, getting me in a certain headspace in the zone that I'm that I'm loving, like <laughs> right, for for a fact. Yep, Olaf Melander, right? Is the O L O F? Yeah. The um, yeah, no, that's awesome. I gotta check that. Um, 
Oh, let me let me also just shout out one one other thing real quick. Um, we dropped uh, PZP dropped a single on on Friday. Um, it's actually well the title's in Farsi, but it, it means "War is the Unveiling of the Truth," and it's by a producer uh, by an artist by the name of Koenig, and um, I believe he's German. Um, speaking of Olaf, I just started thinking about <laughs> like <laughs> European folks, uh, and um, it, it features. Um, uh, a, a vocalist or an artist, a sound, a sound artist, uh, Rojin Serafi. Um, and it's uh, a single track, but all proceeds um, go to the uh, women, woman, I mean, rather, Women Life Freedom Collective, uh, which is an organization in Berlin that uh, supports like the feminist uprising in Iran right now. So um, you know, I just, I just, I actually read that they just, uh, disbanded the morality police, but you know, there's a lot of, uh, well, it's, it's a, that's a, that's a big thing we don't have to get into right now, but yeah. yeah. Um, so go check that. It's super ill. Um, you know, and it's off of actually Koenig has an album that's coming out that has like, it's crazy. Like, I, I don't know if I could really say it. I'll say it here. I'll say it here. I'll give y'all the exclusive. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to drop it, but I'm not sure how it's coming out yet. We're, we're in the conversations. Um, but it's got Nappy Nina. It's got um, Guilty Simpson on there. It's got... so it, And it's not the beats that you would traditionally hear um, either of those on. Although Nina be on J-Word beats. So you already know how, how uh, you know... Nina's not 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 uh not afraid to uh to experiment so to speak or to uh you know to push the envelope so it's it, it's really crazy though from what the things I heard so definitely be on the lookout tap in with the single uh, support you already know Olaf uh, the the Olaf thing Sharif is called like Dungeon Dust Tape right yeah yeah exactly yeah, Dungeon Dust Tape check that out uh, and and. I don't know if uh, No Face. Do you have any suggestions for music to check? I'm just going to put it out there. I think No Face is working on a full album with Kamala Harris. That's going to be great. <laughs> it's gonna. That's gonna bang. Um, but you can't go. You can't play it after a certain hour. Uh, you gotta. You gotta go back. So, He's still here. <laughs> he's, he's, he's on mute. He's talking to me. Listen, no, I, I can't mention that album at this time. I cannot speak about uh, any Kamala Harris uh, rumors, but <laughs> so, I, I do want to say, um, you know, I love music. I listen to a lot of music and shout out to Feek and Duro. I'm definitely, I've definitely been listening to Chainlink uh, since that's come out. Um, I've, I've been hearing some of those songs for a while. Um, and, you know, uh, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him. Uh, I really did I like that uh, album a lot. In terms of other stuff, like newer stuff, uh, I mean, honestly, I, I listen to a lot of old music, so yeah. <laughs> I, I think um, it's it's a little hard for me to come up with an example. 
But I, uh, yeah, I mean, HTR, the Concept Jackson album just dropped. I've been listening to that a lot. Yeah, I really love that background as well. Uh, Yeah, I've I've really been in the past uh, few weeks working on on finishing that and like mixing the whole thing uh, and adding some little sound effects and and not mixing, but uh, rather uh, arranging the whole thing excuse me, and then uh, sending stems to the mastering engineer. And, and so pretty much uh, I've, I've been listening to that album a lot recently. Oh, it's excellent. Um, it's excellent. So shout out, shout out Concept. Shout out all the good people. Um, also, and let me, let me just uh, name something else just because I, I, you know, I'm, I listen to a lot of music. I just, I know uh, I'm forgetting something. Uh, hit, me. hit me. Uh recently yeah. I'm gonna look in my library. I mean, I've kind of been I've been getting back into uh honestly a lot of mic stuff and slum stuff. Oh, um cool. And shout out uh, you know, those dudes as well. Um I'm like a long-time listener of all this stuff, but yeah, I think uh, uh, really like the the Mike album uh, "Tears of Joy." Oh wow! That, yeah, that uh, I really love that album. So I'll, I'll shout that one out as well. Great, yeah, it's a great pick. Um, yeah, yeah. you know what's crazy, and it's getting me thinking about this year. It's been like a lot of amazing, dope albums. I'm excited to see our top albums of the year list. Y'all wanted to, y'all yeah. wanted to, I'm, I'm actually excited to, to hear what y'all got. Because y'all always, y'all always come with the fire. So, so Sharice, uh, we were going to do it with Cam from 808. Like he was going to be, he was going to be the guest on our year end, but he was busy. He's, he's busy with the end of year shit. And so we've got a yes from, from Dylan Green from Cinema Side. Fire, fire. Right. That's family right there. Fire. It's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be something. Uh, that's I'm, Dylan's Dylan's as excited about the year as I am. So that's gonna be exciting. For sure. Uh, but yeah, just, just wait for next year. Oh shit. <laughs> just wait. Just wait. And that's why people, I don't know, people who are weird who are like, this isn't as good as this year in the 90s or whatever, whatever. Hey, old heads. <laughs> Be happy. Your years in the 80s <laughs> helped build this year. Yeah, it's all evolution. The, your favorite years in 06 helped build this year. That's why it's so good. You want your kids to be better than you. That's what you're yeah. here. So anyway, mm. uh, but mm. my shout outs, Kay, I, I emailed Brittany Griner today. We are BG.org. You email her legal team. They get it to her. Oh, okay. uh, she has email? This is not a joke. I emailed Brittany Griner today. There's an email address. You go to wearebg.org uh, and you can email her team and they get it to her. Uh, I just kind of wanted her to know, I guess, that like just because you don't see people talking about you doesn't mean we're not thinking about you. It's just that you're caught in between a chess game between two people who kind of suck at chess. And um, it is what it is. So, Perfect metaphor for life, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a perfect. Um, 
from my standpoint, Kay, some insane shit happened uh, where a fucking Chino XL announced that he's going to put out an album through Strange Famous Records with Sage Francis. Uh, I did. I did see that. Sage Francis, who's been on this show, someone get Sage Francis. Please put me in the Zoom with Chino XL. Please, to, to rep this album, I will clean your house for a week. I, Gino XL is one of the most interesting people, uh, in rap to me. It, what a what a career, what a what a time he's had. So to be to to be still active and going through strange famous, I can't wait to hear that. And he's going to be spitting on Mope's beats, like the same beats, better oh. beats that Jesse the Tree had. So that's that's wow, that's cool. Um. I'm interested to see how that works. Yeah, uh, nah, you... <laughs> yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. Um, but yeah, thank you, everybody. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Follow PTP. Follow Fat Boy Sharif. Um, yeah. So support your local artists. Well,